One thing that will kill your fitness goals in 2019 is boredom. Because within a couple weeks, you know, you know it's happened before. We've all been there. You're sick of going to the same gym, doing the same workout. But now there's ClassPass, and that will cure this boredom. ClassPass is an all-access membership to over 14,000 of the best gyms and fitness studios all over the world. You can go where you want, when you want, how you want. ClassPass is everything you need to make working out fun again. You can try new workouts in studios without the commitment of, to a single gym or overpaying for drop-ins on, on random kind of visits somewhere else. And you're not locked into long-term contracts at a gym that you can't get out of. Yoga, strength training, spin, bar, even boxing. ClassPass gives you variety and the accountability you need to attend classes. You can get your first month free at classpass.com slash try slash eat this. Again, that's classpass.com slash try slash eat this. Welcome to the Eat This Not That podcast. I'm John Hammond and this is Megan Murphy. Hi everyone. And in this episode, we're going to introduce you to a new series that will roll out over the next several weeks. We're calling it Diet Decoded. And look, it, this is the time of year. It happens to be the new year now. And if you're not listening in the new year, maybe you're listening in the spring. But diet is a, is a yearly topic, a year-round topic, I should say. Mm -hmm. And it's a topic that confuses a lot of people. So it kind of makes sense to... To, to tackle this now, how many people do you know that tackle a, a diet in the new year? Uh, a lot, like the majority, right? I would think. Most everybody. Yeah, it's exactly. probably 80% of New Year's resolutions, mm -hmm. if not if not higher. I don't okay. have any actual stats on that, by the way. It's it's a made up stat in my head, but it's probably pretty high. And, and yep. you know, of those people who start it, how many actually like see it through? Continue. I don't know. I don't have those stats either, so but I it's have, probably I have not seen, that high. I have seen stats on this. There was, there was a, a, a study from uh, East Stroudsburg University, I want to mm -hmm. say, uh, a couple years back that basically said that 90% of us are going to not see through the New Year's resolution. That By, by the end of the year, 10% will actually cross that finish line with their New Year's resolution. And most of those New Year's resolutions being diet-related. Mm -hmm. Diet and fitness, I would so that's, imagine. So kind yeah. of, that's kind of, uh, it's upsetting. It's yeah. kind, of, you know, <laughs> uh, kind of depressing. And it's like, I get it because you, you start something like this, whether it's the New Year or whether it's spring, getting ready for summer, you start with so much energy and like, this is it. This is the, mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. This is the time. I'm right? going to look great. And then you're yeah. just like, okay, how, how am I going to do it? Like, I don't know where to start. So just, just, I'm going to go, what's everybody talking about? And I'm going to, I'm going to do that, yep. you know, or maybe you saw some celebrity do it like in Us Weekly or People or whatever it is. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. That's going to work for me because it worked for, for them. And then you try it and you realize it doesn't really mesh well with your lifestyle, you know, with your schedule, with the, the food resources that happen to be available, depending on where you live. And that's not going to be successful. So what are you going to do, right? Have you had any experiences like this on your own? Have you like gone like whole hog into like, I'm going to do... What I haven't it? personally. I mean, yeah. I, you know, over the last few years, it's just good. more mindful eating, cutting, cutting sugar as I've sweet tooth. So I'm more mindful about it, but I haven't been like, I'm going to try this mm -hmm. fad diet. I'm going to go into it like that. But so many friends I know have, yep. even my dad went low carb just based on something his, his doctor recommended. And he, you know, he dropped a lot of weight and I know a lot of people do these, mm -hmm. they have success, but are they, are they able to maintain long-term? You know, that's something we're going right. to discuss here. Yeah. And I've, I've done the, I, I never did a particular diet per se until um, I did the the abs diet mm -hmm. um, in the early two thousands, and that that worked, and and it it worked, and it worked over the long term because it was it was. 
pretty sensible, right? It wasn't dramatic. It didn't cut carbs. It, quite, quite the contrary. Carbs were a significant part of it. And uh, so it was easy to kind of fit into your lifestyle. It was like a smoothie in the morning and, a, you know, sensible foods that you could easily find. So it made a lot of sense. So, and that's the thing. It's like, if, it's going to be different for all of us. And that's why we wanted to kind of do this series because there's, there's, there are a lot of options out there. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of trendy diets right now. And the one we're talking about today might be the, the most trendy of them all at the moment. Um, but we wanted to, to take an opportunity to quickly give you some background on to, to what these diets are. Um, if there's pros and cons to them, what are they? And, you know, just a quick sample. And then if you decide that maybe it's for you, how do you get started? And hopefully this is that resource for that. And, and look, for this episode... As I said, we're diving into what might be the most talked about or, or tweeted about uh, yeah, diet of, of the year. And, and it's uh, the ketogenic diet yep. or, or keto. keto for short, right? And, and what is it? Well, look, there's no, there's no denying that, that keto is the hottest new nutrition trend at all. Just, just enter, enter a search in Twitter and, and your head will explode. And although it's, it's still kind of controversial among dietitians, doctors, and other nutrition experts, there, there is some scientific research to to back up some of the benefits. In fact, a study published in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health found that following a keto diet can help control hunger levels and improve metabolic rate. So those are two really key things, controlling hunger levels Mm -hmm. so you're not constantly hungry and and taking in unwanted calories. And metabolic rate, something we've talked about in past past episodes, is really key. If you can kind of get control of that and rein it in, uh, it can have a tremendous impact. And keto, for those who don't know, it's all about ratios. You want to make sure that carbohydrates make up only 10% or less of your total caloric intake for the day. So that's the big one, right? You're dropping carbs significantly on the keto diet. And they say also that the type of carbs is 5 to 10%. It should be from low sugar fruits and vegetables, not refined carbohydrates, white flours, etc. So very, very strict on the carbs. And then 15 to 25% coming from protein. And then the bulk of this is coming from fat. Fat, which which you think would be like, how is this a diet? How am I going to lose weight? But it's the right types of fat and and how your body works with it. Right. And it's believed that eating in this manner will help your body achieve what's called ketosis, Mm -hmm. hence ketogenic you know, keto. Uh, it's, and what's ketosis? Ketosis is a metabolic process that occurs when your body uh, switches from, from burning carbs for fuel to burning fat for fuel. And it only happens when your glucose reserves are fully depleted. In basic terms, successfully following a keto diet means cutting out all sources of sugar and most carbohydrates, like you said, like those, the, you know, really focusing on low sugar to cut out that glucose to force your body to turn to fat stores for energy. And you know, that's where it gets a little dicey for, for me, you know, perhaps again, I've never, I've never tried keto. I don't know if you've ever no, dabbled in, dabbled in the keto world. So <laughs> we're, we're keto newbies. Uh, so, you know, everything that we talk about is not from our personal experiences. Mm-hmm. This is research that we've done to, to hopefully inform you should you, you know, be thinking about going keto this year uh, or in the near term. So we mentioned that there's, there's arguments, you know, on either side, there's pros and cons. So yeah, it's in the media everywhere right now. Um, there's a huge debate between Al Roker and Jillian Michaels from 
from The Biggest Loser. Like Al is super pro keto. He's dropped a ton of weight. He's always talking about it on the Today Show. Always. He's like Mr. Keto. Eating bacon just like. Yeah. And, and you know, he looks great. He feels great. He's happy to share it. And that's awesome. It's working for him. Jillian, on the other hand, is like biting back. Like, absolutely not. You need carbohydrates. They make up your essential cells in your body. And this is horrible. And, and they're really having a heated debate on Twitter right now. So. For today's episode, John and I are going to go over some of the That's pros right. and cons. And for today, I'm going to be the pro. I'm you're going Al. to be Al, um, and you're going to be Jillian. For the record, you know, personally, any diet that says I can't ever have pasta and pizza and bread isn't really for me because I'm Italian. However, I understand some of the scientific research, why it works, why people like it. Today, I'm going to own it and be Al, go and for it. Uh, you can be Jillian. And just like anything else, like there's always going to be pros and cons. Yeah. Any diet, any fad, any any health, you know, healthy way of life. So just whatever works for you. Talk to your dietitian. Talk to your doctor, and it's all trial and error. And so. look, and and the the Jillian versus Al thing yeah. is is so indicative of these kinds of of diet trends, mm-hmm. right? Paleo, uh, vegan, like people become so. Um, incredibly tied to the notion of they they it's becomes part of their persona absolutely right if you're paleo like you are all in on paleo and if you come across somebody who's is like talking about yeah. the, the the values of like a vegan diet then yeah. you, this is going to be one heck of an argument yeah it's like paleo it's or die throw yeah, down exactly. right meat versus non-meat exactly. and and keto like now we're seeing that happen with with keto right there, mm-hmm. you, you, there's this very passionate argument taking place in a very public setting. Very public, especially with social media. Right. Like, you know, Vinny from the Jersey Shore. Of course. He actually started an Instagram page called Keto Guido, <laughs> which is an amazing Instagram handle, which by I the way. I thought of that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's dropped, I think, 50 pounds. 50 pounds, which is crazy. So on his Instagram page, he's documenting what he's eating. And of course, there's a lot of shirtless selfies of the abs. And, you know, you definitely see a huge dramatic drop of weight and he's looking feeling great so it does work for some people right so today i'm going to be the pro do it and i'm going to just crack state right into case. this i'm going to state the case um maybe i'll start keto guidette yeah. and i can have my own instagram handle who knows um anyway so the number one i think benefit to keto which you kind of touched upon before is you drop all, you can drop a lot of weight mm-hmm. and fast you know, as you said, if you eat very little carbs and your blood sugar, your glucose is in short supply, your body produces ketones. That's the basis of the keto diet. And these co- ketones serve as fuel. Your entire body basically switches its fuel supply to run on fat. You're not running on carbs anymore. You're burning fat 24-7. So a lot of people drop a ton of weight quickly when they go keto. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, I think, would be the number Look, one positive, that's a huge right? benefit, yeah. especially if you're looking to start the new year, right? If you're looking to, you know, get in shape quickly for summer kind of thing. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, as, as Americans, we're always looking for the quick the fix. The quick fix, of course. So keto is kind of like serving that serving that up on a platter right now for a lot of us. You're seeing like the, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, the keto guido dropping yeah. 50 pounds or, or Al Roker. Exactly. Who actually has seen sustained kind of benefit mm-hmm. from this. There, there, is, there is an impact. And I, it's interesting too, because you talk about shifting uh, to getting your that shift to using ketones for, mm-hmm. for energy, right? Shifting basically, you know, using fat for energy, and you know, not not really my the the con I was about to talk about, but one thing that is um, 
not talked about a lot there is a lot of people who first go on this experience what's called the keto flu. Yes, exactly. So those first, when your body is making such a dramatic shift from how it uses its body, its its resources for energy. So you're shifting, you're asking your body to say, okay, carbs is, glucose is how you use energy all day mm -hmm. long for everything you do. You just stop doing that. Like I'm cutting off that fuel supply and forcing you to find another fuel supply. So a lot of this, this translates to the keto fuel for a lot of people. They'll have uh, headaches. Mm -hmm. um, they'll be, feel like fatigued. tired. Yes. Uh, some actually feel uh, nauseous or, or dizzy as the body kind of goes through this. But after a few days, all of a sudden the energy levels rebound. And a lot of people talk about having like unending levels of energy that's sustainable all day long, lack of mood swings and actual like mental clarity. So yeah, and you have to, so you just have to get through that keto flu type period. And right. we, we mentioned, you can drop weight fast and quickly. However, it's sometimes at the average I read, it's like two to seven days for your body to make that switch mm -hmm. to ketosis. So it's not like, oh, I have something in three days, I'm right. going to just all of a sudden switch. You need to give it at least, I would say, a week or two to really have your body make that shift correctly and fully. So Yeah. And look, it, and it might not happen. Like, right. It, it, everybody's different. Yep. And for, you know, it might be two days, might be seven days, might be five days, might be no days. Like you might be able to, to make that switch. It depends on what your current diet looks like. Mm -hmm. So if you're already on a low carb diet and you make this it won't be as dramatic right but if you're so. like me i'm on a i'm on a pretty like high carb diet because of uh the activities that i do i need those carbs to, yep. to fuel it so if I, I i imagine i would not feel very well Good for a few that. days um but it, look and another thing that i would call out here is uh, is really the the con that i was thinking about coming into this is that there just isn't enough data out there looking at the long-term impact on of being on a keto diet like all the studies that are out there right now are all kind of short term mm -hmm. and they're looking at the the here and now because they just they haven't had people on it long enough in in a a controlled in a, setting in a type controlled way setting yes, where they're exactly. where they're watching and, and controlling a lot of the factors so you know it's it's tough to kind of get the data that you need to make sure like eating something that's so high in fat which should be healthy fat but a lot of people probably yeah, they just think fat is fat, fat, is fat and, right? Yeah. And you see mm -hmm. the Time Time magazine cover with like butter's back, baby, and yeah, yeah. You know, so if you're eating a lot of a lot of red meat and and saturated fats as part of this, you know, there's there's likely to be long term negative effects when it comes to heart cholesterol, health, cholesterol, absolutely. things like that. So without those kinds of studies, like to me, that's that's one of the drawbacks of a diet like this, where ju there's just not enough known about it to know if this is sust sustainable, and if it is, what is the what is the long term right. impact? All right, we're going to take a break from our keto throwdown uh, to talk about Audible. Could listening make you a better parent, a better leader, even a better person? Could listening to motivating fitness programs get you fit? Could listening inspire you to start something new? With Audible, you get access to an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and more. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet. And now, with Audible Originals, the selection has gotten even more custom with content made exclusively for members. Audible members can choose three titles every month, one audiobook and two Audible Originals you can't hear anywhere else. Audible members also get access to exclusive audio fitness programs to start the new year off on the right foot. Listen on any device, anytime, anywhere, at home, at the gym, on your commute, or just on the go. You'll also enjoy easy audiobook exchanges, rollover credits, and an audiobook library you keep forever, even if you cancel. 
Audible, the most inspiring minds, the most compelling stories, the best place to listen. Get started with a 30-day trial when you go to audible.com slash eat this or text eat this to 500-500 and listen for a change. You can even get started with Dave's and Zenko's Zero Sugar Diet to start your new year off right. Go to audible.com slash eat this or text eat this to 500-500 and listen for a change. Here's a quick and free way to finally stick to your New Year's resolutions. Start listening to podcasts on Spotify. With more than 150,000 podcasts, including many of the world's most popular self-improvement shows, you can learn how to balance a budget, balance your diet, and even how to feel balanced while meditating, even if you're also obsessing over when the cat was last fed. All podcasts on Spotify are free, and you can even download episodes for those times when you've gone off the grid, you know, to get that newfound balance into your life. So get the year off right and start listening to podcasts on Spotify. Okay, Jillian. So mm-hmm. my my next pro, we we touched upon it quickly. Um, you mentioned appetite control. Mm-hmm. So when you're on a keto diet, your body legit becomes a fat burning machine, and it can further aid in weight loss because it cr- it helps you crush those those carb cravings that many of us have. And we talked about many times on this podcast how carbs cause dramatic spikes in blood sugar, and when you're in ketosis, you have more of a steady stream of energy through. Throughout the day, you, for example, you probably don't have that mid-afternoon crash where right. you need to go grab a snack. You're just kind of like steady and chill throughout the day. Your energy levels are good, so weight loss can tend to be easier because you just don't have as many cravings. You you just have a reduction in your appetite. Yeah. So no, and uh, look, and and uh, April, one of the Eat This Not That editors mm-hmm. just did. Uh, she uh, uh, she just posted a story to eatthis.com. She went keto for ten days, yep. and the first thing she called out was the energy. Like yeah. she didn't have, like she just had like, and 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 one of the things she called out also was it cut her cravings dramatically. Dramatically, she went from someone who needed to, to constantly be snacking all day, especially. I used to like, see her snacking see? all day. Exactly. I'm a snacker too. So and yeah. now <laughs> and now she doesn't. And like the you know the team was testing out a new Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and she didn't even like feel the urge to go near it because that those cravings because when you cut out and again like it's what you said you it's a low carb diet but you're you're cutting out the the refined carbs carbs, which which i'm all for Mm -hmm. the other knock that i have and you mentioned it there is like you know getting to a state of ketosis for me um one of the cons that i would that i would present here is that you really don't need this kind of extreme to trigger ketosis and to think that you're going to maintain ketosis for such a long period of time just doesn't seem realistic to me. Uh, there are ways to do it with fasting. Uh, you can reach a, a mild state of ketosis. Uh, exercise can put your body in a mild state of ketosis, and then you can compo- compound that with some intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe go 18 hours without food, exercise before all all before you eat again. Like that will will trigger ketosis, or even an, a more extended period of fasting. Maybe it's three days, four days, five days. You know, this is something that you should do with the you know the the guidance of a of a professional by the way just don't say i'm just gonna eat for five days and just drink water but these are all things that have proven to be effective at triggering ketosis and and one of the one of the benefits of of that that form of of triggering it is a lot of people argue and studies say that it helps create new stem cells it helps the body kind of repair itself in in certain ways so 
again, it's it's not a wholesale lifestyle change. It's not cutting out carbs and all those things. It's, it's shorter term bouts that might be easier for some of you to fit into your your lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and tackle and, and also try and see what the what the effect is without you know completely shifting um, how you eat or the food you eat or where you have to find them. So. Very interesting. There's, there it I is. Know, there's a couple of pros and cons. We need. A, I feel like we need like a celebrity judge in here to kind of like <laughs> give us a verdict. I know. Right. I know. But but you you at home listening or wherever you're listening, you get to be the judge and you know figure out if if keto is right for you. And you know if you if you think it is and and why not? Like like we like Megan said, there there are clear benefits mm-hmm. uh, in in immediately available that show that there there can be a positive impact from this style of, of diet, the style of lifestyle change. Um, so if you think it's for you, you know, the key to sticking to, to keto guidelines is focusing on what you can eat, not what you're cutting out. Right? Exactly. So don't, don't focus on, no, there goes pasta, right? There goes, there goes bread. <laughs> you know? And if you're unsure about what's safe to snack on, you're in luck because the team at Eat This Not That has picked out their favorite keto-friendly foods that will make eating a fat-centric diet easy and maybe even enjoyable and for sure healthier than just like saying, okay, I'm all fat all the time. So, you know, what we'll go through is we'll go through some of the foods to get you started. But again, as, as Megan said earlier, you should always kind of consult with some nutritionist, your doctor, just, you know, if, if you're going to enter any of these kinds of diets, you should always kind of do so under some, some level of guidance and not just by listening to this podcast. Yeah. As, 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 as good as our research is, yeah, exactly. and as much as we love this, <laughs> I, I don't have MD after yeah. my name. So, yeah. so certainly, you know, this is, this is informative at best and, and we're trying to kind of remove some of the mystery around these diets. Um, so you are better informed when you go and you talk to a professional about, about actually kind of undertaking it. Exactly. And like you said, it's super important, no matter what, if it's a diet, if it's a fad, I think it's it's great to remain positive and focus on, okay, these are all the wonderful things we can be eating, right. whether it's on keto or just a regular healthy diet. So the first one is music to my ears, because it's one of my favorite things on the planet, avocados. I mean, they're one of the best keto foods. They have high concentration of the healthy fats, very low carbs. They're absolutely delicious, super satiating. They're going to keep you full, very nutritious and extremely versatile. I mean, you could use avocado Mm -hmm. so many different ways. So I think that is definitely one of the keys to any keto success is, is the avocado. And, and, uh, so no guacamole because you don't want avocado with like chips or pita pita chips because that's, that those are the carbs that are, that are no go. So crudite. Celery. Yeah. Zucchini strips. Carrots have high, high sugar content. So I'm not sure if they're keto approved. Right. I I would have to consult. Probably probably not avocado (laughs) toast because you wouldn't want the toast. Toast, so you'd have to be careful there. But avocado, that's avocado. A, that's a good one. Another good one, and this, and I'm I'm good. To, I'm glad to see this on here. Walnuts, mm-hmm. you know, walnuts. Walnuts are an excellent source of fat and protein, which makes them a healthy choice for most kinds of meal plans, especially keto. Their high fat content and zero sugar status make them a must for keto devotees. And also, like they're another protein packed pick. Um, almonds are a great choice also for keto dyers yep. if you just don't like walnuts for some reason. Uh, the combination of fat, protein, and fiber is an ideal trio when it comes to annihilating hunger and, like you said, like like stopping those those cravings. And here's here's what's key, and, and I, I like starting with with these two examples here because we talked about fats, and when when you have a diet that is so reliant on fat, mm-hmm. it's important to to really realize that that means 
healthy fats. Yes, exactly. Healthy Like omega-3, like healthy, not saturated fats. And avocados and walnuts or almonds really kind of check the bill there. Yeah, I love that. Walnuts, that was one of the foods we mentioned in our previous podcast of foods you should be eating every day. They're great for your brain. Brain They're, They're amazing. So... So now we're talking about one of another very trendy vegetable that's getting a lot of press recently. Yes. It's cauliflower, you know? And so whether you love it as um, you could do a substitute for mashed potatoes, you can make rice with it. Now it's become a pizza base. Mm-hmm. Crust, um, so right? Cauliflower crust. Cauliflower is where it's at. It's a great substitute for a ton of starchy meals and snacks. And it only has two grams of sugar in an entire cup. So right. you can eat... You can eat cauliflower, cauliflower just go crazy. Rice, yeah. right? cauliflower I make crust, cauliflower like, rice. I'm making it tonight, actually. See? I probably make it once a week. I love it. And convenient because it's one of those things that you can buy frozen. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about like, you know, grinding up your, like making it yourself. Oh, like, you just mess buy up your frozen. whole kitchen yeah, if you do it by it. yourself. Yeah. Just buy frozen. It's like perfect. That's, and that's, and again, that's, that's another area where there, there can be convenience to some of these diets mm-hmm. if you, if you know where to look. So that's, that's one place. And you can buy the prepared cauliflower crusts for pizza yeah, as well. Absolutely. And then just kind of add your top. Cauli Powered is a brand that I love. Cauli Powered. Cauli Powered. It's great. Um, so okay, now we're now we're rolling. Let's get let's let's, let's let's get cracking some more. Uh, look, scrambled, boiled, poached, or fried doesn't matter. All varieties of eggs are welcome on the keto diet. Uh, a healthy dose of both fat and protein. Again, the ratio of macronutrients makes makes this protein one of one of the team's go to keto f- diet foods. And eggs, it's like that's a tough one, right? Mm-hmm. But it's because it's like there are people who you do you eat the yolk, do you not eat the yolk? You should eat the yolk, by mm-hmm. the way. Just be, not too many of them. Um, but choline is a is a element that's in the the yolk that's really critical to uh, digesting the protein that the egg delivers, and also helps kind of focus on burning some of that belly fat. So again, when when the when the focus is getting your body to start to utilize its fat stores for energy and and burn some of them up, like eggs can be critical there. They're excellent, and excellent. why, why oh. we're talking about them? Come on, take a drum may roll as well, on that. May as well. So cheesy. We're not talking about cheese, though. We're talking about bacon. Mm -hmm. And if we're talking about eggs, we may as well add a side of bacon because it has zero carbs, zero sugar, and a diet that welcomes bacon may sound too good to be true, right? But... On Definitely. the keto diet, you can eat bacon uh, any any time of day or night. Just go for it. And look, and this is one of the, this is one of those areas where a little bit goes a long way. And and that's not to say like, okay, I'm gonna eat bacon for uh, breakfast. I'm gonna have a bacon sandwich for lunch. Yeah. I'm gonna have bacon. It's not like free reign because yeah. this is this is where these diets can become perilous mm-hmm. and and really have you know this is where the the long term effects of these are have to be played out because too much of this it's yes it's it's protein yes it's it's fat yes it's keto friendly but more often than not it's going to deliver a ton of sodium yep it's not healthy fats so just be just in be, moderation right yeah. and how you're cooking it like there's there's probably additional fats and, and stuff that comes into that so just just be careful um another another go-to for most keto diets uh fish stick with wild varieties of of salmon uh the pink hued fish, which is they're more sustainable and nutrient dense than farmed counterparts. So yeah. if you can if you can find you know wild varieties of salmon, again protein and healthy fat, which is what the keto diet is all about. Again, that's healthy fat. Salmon is a great resource. Yeah, 
And why don't I'm just going to add some more meat to the plate because it's the keto diet. That's it's the keto that's diet. The it's, it's, let's get meaty with it. Um, zero carbs, more fat than most white meat. Ground beef is another keto friendly source of protein, and it's a staple of many keto diets. Um, obviously, look for grass fed yes. variety if you can. It has a, ga- a greater concentration of nutrients like vitamin A, vitamin E, and those healthy omega three fats. Yeah, I mean, like bacon. This is another area where you want to be. You know, tread cautiously. Yep. And you mentioned grass-fed beef, you know, organic, you know, humanely raised yep, beef no is, is always going to be your, your your best option. Grass-fed beef, actually, like you said, it's higher in omega-3s than, than some other foods and even some kinds of fish. Um, so so that there's that's not to say don't eat beef, but like just you'd be surprised at what a portion actually is, right? It's yeah, not a, it's not a, a couple ounces 16 ounce burger. Exactly. Um, so, so just tread cautiously. Uh, and one thing we haven't mentioned too many of is vegetables aside from, from the, the underrated cauliflower. And, you know, that's going to be one of the knocks for someone looking at the keto diet perhaps is, is when you think about cutting carbs. However, leafy greens have fewer carbs than other forms of produce and a serious plus when you're crafting your keto diet foods, because again, you want to cut those carbs down. Spinach is also very rich in iron, potassium, and fiber, all of which have major health benefits. So again, like don't fully kind of cut carbs and, and think that, you know, vegetable vegetables got to go. Uh, cauliflower, leafy greens, so spinach, arugula, kale, kale all those things. They're all them. great. They, they're all nutrient dense. They all pack pack a more protein than you would think of. So, you know, don't, don't turn your back on vegetables altogether. So look, there you have it. Hopefully keto is less of a mystery than it was before. Uh, is it for you? Well, that's up to, for you to decide. Hopefully we have helped inform that decision. Again, no matter what diet plan you might be thinking about this year, you should try, you should start by consulting your physician or some kind of expert, a nutritionist, a dietitian. Um, don't just run into this uh, unguided, I guess is mm-hmm. the best way. Like do as much research as you can and find out all you can and then, and then speak to a professional. And that's with any diet, not just the keto diet, by the way. And, you know, look, in the meantime, make sure you subscribe so you can keep listening along as we continue to explore more of today's trendiest diets with Diet Decoded and get other great tips and information about your favorite foods. Also, you should start any research about what to eat at eatthis.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We're at eatthisnotthat. So I'm John Hammond, and as always, with me... Yeah, I'm Megan Murphy, and if you'd also like to say hello and connect with me on social media, you can find me at This Girl Can Eat. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and please let us know what food choices are on your mind so we can help explore them here for you as we help you eat this, not that.